Hey y'all, Crystal here. Welcome to the Mind Your Funds podcast. Thank you for listening. The Mind Your Fund podcast is an extension of Fearless Money Inc., a nonprofit organization that gives wives the keys to thrive in life and business through their faith and their finances. Y'all, I'm gonna record a trailer or intro eventually. Um, but yes, and I'm super excited because y'all have definitely been working on my mental. May is almost over and I have been doing a lot, a lot, a lot of reflection. So when I talk about mind your funds, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on a t-shirt or something, but minding your funds is truly a thing. Like when you hear people say, mind your business, I'm minding the funds that pay me, I'm minding... You know, you hear these kind of these, I don't know, you call them slogans or something like that all the time, but especially mind your business. I want y'all to go look that up. I'm going to do that myself because I don't think I have. So, but mind your funds. Yes. And I, or God had given me the idea about mind your funds to talk about like how our wealth and our finances is directly like a direct reflection of our mindset. I've heard that so many times over the years, but y'all after growing, after healing, after just going through life's trials and tribulations, it's when you begin to, things start to click in your mind, even though you hear them so many different times. So yes, mind your funds. And I've definitely been going through that because I, for the past few years have asked so many questions, you know, always asking the question of like, I have so many great ideas. I know I'm brilliant. I know I'm a creative. I know like I have what it takes to be wealthy, but what is stopping me from getting there? And my mindset was definitely, definitely a key player in this, but I just did not see it in that way. And also, like, just allowing life and my environment and people to just get to me. So, yeah, even now, like, I'm going through something right now that I I will eventually share um, about that has truly had me in a place of, like, uh, really just reflecting on my life. And, like, the question is, like, how did I get here? But... I'm really asking God, like, God, show me how I got here. Because, y'all, it's a mess. You know, it feels like a mess. It feels uh, heavy. Some days I feel like I can't handle what I'm going through. And I'm just constantly like, Lord, I cannot get through this without you, like, for real. Because some days I'm trying to be up. Some days I'm down. Some days I'm thinking clearly. And some days I'm not. And honestly, today I felt like, like the past few days I felt like that. So I've learned to be aware of like, okay, when I'm in this moment, I don't really allow myself to sit in it in a way of like feeling sad or playing the victim or like not really responding to what I'm feeling. Um, And I say that in a sense of because usually what I would do is like things would come to a complete standstill. So if I'm like in this creative flow and things are going and things like that, and then like triggers or something will happen, which I didn't know what this was, you know, triggers and all that stuff, just maybe last year or the year before. And I'm learning to put names to things that I have been experiencing. 
Like, but what I would usually do is I would sit in it for days and just not know how to get out of what I was feeling or how to really ask the right questions or even, you know, pray or journal or because I had, I guess my brain in a sense, like my body just like naturally reacted to what I was going through. And it was a, um, it was the same response all the time, but now I know like, okay, I can't sit here. I can't do this. I can't allow myself to stay here. And because I'm experiencing this again, I ask myself, okay, why, why am I here again? Why am I feeling this again? Why am I experiencing this again? And so, yeah, so today I felt that way. And y'all, this is not the topic for today, but I just want to share because I do feel like what I'm going through, I should be sharing in the moment and not waiting necessarily until I get out of it. And you know, you hear a lot of people say, and I just heard this on a podcast recently about how you can bleed on other people. And I'm digging deeper, diving deeper into that as well, like what it looks like for people to bleed on people like I guess when you're healing or you haven't reached a certain place in your healing the way that you talk or respond or I don't know it may be it may just not be the right time for you to talk about something but I do genuinely feel like and not like me myself but I do pray you know because I'm just like God what should I be talking about on my podcast because I know I need to be more active in that you giving me a certain time and you know I'm supposed to be doing this and then even on my YouTube channel like I do this these which I haven't been doing either the tea with crystal and it's really about the testimony like just talking about things that God has brought me through and so, you know, God could have just brought me through something an hour ago and it's a testimony. And, you know, some people wait to share what they're going through or what they have gone through until after. And I think it can truly be a blessing in the moment as you're experiencing something to share with people at that moment, you know, because... You may be called to touch those people while you're going through. It may be somebody that's going through it with you and they need to know like, okay, you can be like, I went through this just yesterday or just last week. And then you see this person maybe the next day or the next week. And it's just like, they be like sharing with you or you come across them or something. And you're like, girl, I just, or it could be a, a man, gentleman too. I just went through this too. Yes, uh, today or, you know, or I just went through this this week and you just experienced it last week. And it's like, how can I get through this? You know, so you're still you're still sharing it afterwards, but it's not like years later or, you know, we need just like we need God in the moment. People need us in the moment and they need our testimony in the moment. They need to hear our story in the moment. They need to know that like somebody else is going through this too right now so it's not always about i have gone through that because yes that's a blessing obviously that's to show people because you think about the bible the bible was written thousands of years ago but it's a huge like blessing today and many books have been written years hundreds of years ago that people read today that is like okay this has helped me today 
But there are also the, you know, the stories and the things where it's like, okay, I went through this yesterday or last week and I just want to share, you know, how I got through it and what happened and how I handled it and things like that. So, yeah. So, I am feeling led to share, like, what I'm experiencing right now, not being too personal yet, but, um, yeah, so it's been a lot, and I do find my podcast, like, this is a place where I can, if I'm not journaling, and I feel like journaling is not something I can do in the moment, like, earlier today, I tried to journal through what I was feeling, and I just, I couldn't do it. I don't know, I just couldn't do it. And so talking it out helps me. And so I come and I share here on the podcast or I share on my YouTube channel. And so, yeah, so I said all that to say, like today I was in one of those feelings. Like I just not only being tired because of, you know, my two of my babies not feeling well, summer break has come and like it's only been two days they've been out of school for summer and I start to get in my feelings just going through other things that is feels very hard right now and then baby's not feeling well and that's not necessarily something you control but you can at the same time in the spirit and then it's like I just feel like I am in a place that I was in last year because I don't I'm not going to say, yes, it's true. I don't have the freedom to move how I want to move in certain situations. So, and one of those is honestly financially. One of those is honestly financially right now. And some days I'm just like, oh, I just need to up and go. I just want to up and go. But I, I can't because of my financial situation. And so I reflect maybe from a few months back or from last year. And I'm just like... Now it's like, if I had done what I was supposed to be doing, if I had stayed focused, if I was consistent in my business, if I didn't procrastinate or be, you know, sluggish or make excuses and things like that, I probably would be able to move a little more freely. It might not be like, um, I got all the money, but just having that found that kind of, uh, foundation there to be able to move how I want to move our need to move in the moment without having to depend on other people financially. And so that makes the situation that I'm going through a little bit more challenging, a lot more challenging, honestly, because not only that, like if I wasn't going through what I'm going through, it's still the fact that like it's summertime and my kids are expecting travel and can we go here and can we go there and things like that. And I just feel like here I am again, not prepared for the summer didn't budget, didn't save, did don't really, you know, have myself in a position to like really allow my children to enjoy their summer, you know? So it's that, but it's also, then you go back to like, okay, why am I here? It's because I didn't be consistent or maybe I didn't show up in the way that I should and, and, and things like that. And so now I'm like, oh, here I am again. And then there's other situations where it's just like, and then, then this situation is like, I just want to go. I just want to leave. I just need, you know, some time. I need to think. I just not this environment. So I just need to place myself somewhere else. And it, it's like, it would be nice to be able to go get a hotel room for a week. And not only am I separated from, you know, my environment or my situation, but it's also the opportunity to like 
me and my children can go on a vacation. So if you get what I'm saying, so it's like I feel like I'm in a repeat cycle. And so that gets me to the topic of you don't prepare for the test while you're in the test. And I my um at my church, our uh the pastor's wife, our first lady minister, you know, shout out to Art City, Minister Oshia. She was talking to us during it was last week, not Mother's Day. She did an amazing job Mother's Day, and she shared something with us last week. And that was one thing that I really took away from that because it was all about walking in your authority in the days that we're living in. And she shared that. She was like, you don't prepare for the test while you're in the test. And that got me, and that's just been ringing in my mind. And I'm like, man, I'm just not learning from these tests that I'm going through. And so that's how the cycle repeats and I keep going through the same until I learn the lesson. So it's like when this comes around next time, I'm not next time. It's not even a next. Yes, it'll be a next time because obviously if I'm not getting through it now, I have to still get through it. Um, So that's just really been ringing in my mind and I'm like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. And it can feel hard when it's something you've never done before like being financially stable and creating a financial uh cushion for yourself and bringing in your own money I've never been the breadwinner in my house so it's like having my own money and even though I've been trying to do entrepreneurship and business for years it's like okay why haven't I became successful or created at least two streams of in business income that is steady and it supports me and my family you know if in in any situation that comes along and you don't prepare for the test while you're in the test so now I'm in a test and I'm not prepared and so now I find myself like trying to prepare when honestly mentally and emotionally I feel like I can't handle it but it's something that I have to do which shows me like all the other times that I have been in a situation like this it's like I am the lesson that I learned from the last times is how I handled it and so now I'm learning like okay I can't respond I have to keep going I have to keep pushing I have to do this I have to do that and it's still like I'm not feels like I'm not showing up in the way that I should but then I'm like you know Lord I have so many seeds planted out there I need you to go water them and this became a level of awareness too for me so I find myself in this situation again and I'm like Lord what's the lesson that I need to learn this time around because I can't find myself here again. I'm like, you know the outcome of this, what I'm going through right now. And honestly, one of the first things that I've learned is I have to ask. Not only ask myself questions that I don't necessarily want to face. Because I do think that that's what has kept me in this cycle of like trying to prepare in the test (laughs) I'm not asking myself the right questions and I'm not going to God and asking him questions because I'm supposed to be asking him about every single thing concerning my life everything before I even go even think about going to someone else for advice or 
even on YouTube, like consuming all of this, these tips and this information and advice and all of this stuff, I should be going to God first and saying, God, if I'm supposed to watch something on YouTube, who and what is it about? If I'm supposed to talk to somebody while I go through this, who and where can I find them? Lead me to it. And he has done that. He has done that recently. And then it's like, Lord, what am I doing that's keeping me in this cycle? Like keeping me in this position where I'm trying to prepare when the test comes instead of being prepared for the test. So you have to ask the right questions. I'm here again. Why? I feel this again. Why? I've experienced this year after year after year. Why? Lord, show me. And can I just say I've been reading this book called Redeeming the Time. I think by... It's either Tim Brewer, something like that. Don't quote me. Um, but I'll share. I've been reading it on Kindle. And I bought the book a while ago. And it's just been sitting on my Kindle account. And it's just perfect timing for that to talk about time. But it's a really good book. And it's shared something where you can ask God to go. Because maybe you've gone through it so much. You're like, you feel delayed. You feel like a lot of time has been missed and you if you did this five years ago you would be here and I just you just feel like you missed so much and the time has gone by and he shared something where he said like God can you can ask God to go back in time and to these different moments as he reminds you to go there and visit you in those moments and visit that time and say, okay, God, you know, fix that, heal that, close that door, whatever it was that, whatever the situation was during that time. I mean, you can go back to when you were in the womb. I mean, that's just, God is omni. Okay. He's everywhere all the time. He can go back. It don't matter. Okay. So this book has really opened my eyes to that because it's like, I know there were so many moments in my life where I'm preparing for the test in the test, or I know I should have been prepared for something, but I wasn't. And it just knocked me off my feet and planted some type of seed of, you know, pain in any way and just carried it on. And sometimes when we fail in the past, I'll talk about me, when I failed in the past or found myself in situations like this now where it's like, I've been here before, why am I here again? And then the next year, I've been here before, why am I here again? And next year, I've been here before. It's like, it be, starts to become heavy. And it starts to feel like a burden when you get in it again. It's like, you start to feel helpless and hopeless and like, I've been here before and I still haven't gotten through this. I've been here before and I still haven't got. God can go back and revisit each one of those times. And can you, I, you know, I can ask God and say, Lord, this test happened and I wasn't prepared. Go back to that time, God, and fix it, heal it, mend it, show me the lesson. What was going on at that time where I just couldn't focus and see what was happening in my life. Like, go fix that. Show me that. Reveal that. Because obviously, if you didn't see it then, you want to be able to see it now because that's the lesson. So if it's financially, you know, like, every year you're broke, <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many things that you want to do and need to do. You got children to take care of, bills to pay, and not just that, things to do for the for like just for overall your purpose. 
and you just never have the money. It's like you never have what you need. You never have the resources or the people or whatever it is that you need. It's like, okay, why is this happening to me? I need to know. That's a question that you need to ask. And it's not a surface level question. Like you're going to ask that question and begin to dig deep. And so that's the first thing is just asking the right things. Like, why am I always trying to prepare for a test while I'm in the test? Like, I need to be prepared before I get there. So God help me prepare for these tests. Isn't that what we do naturally? Like, in our world, like, think about school or anything that you're studying for certifications. You're going to study before you take that test. So you are prepared in school. <laughs> you would probably most likely fail if you didn't, you know, study for exams and things like that. And I mean, I have my life insurance license. Like I had to prepare for that for like a month before I could go take it. I have lots of different certifications and things like that. And just school period throughout your life, you have to go and study and prepare to pass that test that means you have to revisit everything you've learned what you've been taught what you've read in any books um you may even go over study questions just to prepare yourself like get it a kind of a feel of what the test is like like this is what we have to be doing so we're not repeating cycles so you you're not you know preparing trying to do something in a test just imagine how chaotic that is like hey, chaotic and so much confusion because it's like a slap in the face and you're not ready. <laughs> it's like a pop quiz. <laughs> it could be a pop quiz, but at the same time, it's like, Lord, there's things, there's like a foundation, there's keys, there's things that we know we should be doing and have in place when things, you know, when life hits us, when tests do come along. So that's the main thing. Um, the second thing is like getting help. If you're going through something like this and you haven't, like you've just been trying to do it by yourself or maybe you've been going to the wrong people, you may be trying to go to the people that aren't, that they aren't passing the test in their life either. So just imagine, like I'll use an example, just imagine being married and you know, you and your spouse are going through the same thing every year like it's a cycle like you see it every single year this time of the year we're broke this time of the year we're up this time of the year we're down this time of the year we're going through this and it has become something that it has become time stamped in your life where it's like you're almost expecting it subconsciously to happen like you know the first half of the year i'm thriving from this month to this month i'm gonna be thriving no worries and blah 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 but then you know this month to this month or from like I thrived at the beginning of the year, but then from about June to uh, December, we're struggling. We're struggling to buy Christmas presents. We can't travel for Thanksgiving. Kids have this break and that break. We can't do nothing. And it's like, it's something that's happened. At least if it happens two years in a row, that right there should be like red flag, right? That should be red flag, but if it and then it goes on further and further, your body and your brain is like imprinting that in your mind. And then just imagine what your children may be experiencing because obviously their schedules are going to be the same every year, pretty much, if they are going to the same schools and things like that. Like these kids know like seasons too. 
So if summer is coming along, they have an expectation. If breaks are coming along, they have an expectation. Christmas, they have an expectation. And as a parent, you're not there to give them what they expect. Then the things that these things are being imprinted in their minds as well. And it's like, okay, you know, Christmas or let's just use, okay, summer, like I was talking about. And it's like, okay, summer break is coming. We're not going to go, eventually, like, we know we're not going to go do anything anyway, so I'm not going to ask or, like, and that sucks. That sucks because the parent is not doing their part to make sure that this type of memory or, um, is not imprinted on their brain, like in their memories for them to carry on throughout their life. Because imagine if, and I'm not, you know, this is a how it can turn out, but you know, the, the children might be like, they just don't expect anything. They don't expect like, as a parent, we have to be the one in a sense to introduce them to travel, you know, unless you just have it where you have this mentally strong child and as they grow up they just know like my life is not going to be like that because I wanted to be like that when I was a child and I didn't have it so I'm going to do this for myself but then you have some it's just it's like the memory is there in the wrong way and so they may take it on in a way where it's like we didn't travel and even though I asked you know we never did it so then that becomes their life like they just feel like you know I can't travel, I can't do this, I can't do that. And it's because I was never able to do it or something like that. So even just thinking about it in that way, you need help. Because if you can't do it by yourself and don't have the mental capacity, the strength, the the discipline, the the desire, the belief to get through it, then you need to ask for help. And you need to ask God, like, Lord, who do I find to help me? Who do I get to help me? Um, I know I need this in place, that in place, this plan in place. I need to do better with my money. I need to do better with this. I need to quit this. I need to let this go for a while. Whatever it is, you know you need to change it, but you need accountability. Like you need the community. You need somebody to hold you accountable. And that was something that I struggled with as well. Like I just never had anyone to hold me accountable because, and this is a like a, in a sense, like a trauma response. It's like, I knew I needed help, but I never wanted to ask anyone for help. And so I had to ask myself why, because I knew that that was a problem. I just felt like I was so strong that I could do everything by myself. I probably had a season where it's like, God, I don't even need you, you know? And that's not like a coming out of my mouth words, but it was like, because of just what I've gone through, being raised as a child only child and you know pastor's kid all I knew was church I didn't travel we didn't have family experiences togetherness unity none of that stuff so growing up like things just happened over the years when my mentality became I don't need your help because when I was going through stuff even as a young child or a preteen or whatever grade I was in or young adult It was just like, I needed you, but you weren't there for me. So I don't need anybody's help, you know? So we have to be mindful of things like that. Because when we're constantly going through stuff or finding ourselves preparing for the test in the test all the time, there's something there that we may need to heal from. So let's go back to the acts. You have to ask God why. Like, God, 
I'm always in this by myself. I always feel like I'm alone, but I'm also feeling like I'm superwoman and I don't need anybody's help. That's my problem. <laughs> That's my problem. I have to be okay with asking for help. And if it if it requires uh, money to get this person's help, then I just got to be like, okay, God, I need favor. I need the resources I need you to provide. And don't just expect God to drop it in your lap all the time. Like, okay, God, what can I do to make this $100 to have a one-on-one call with this person? Show me. Because obviously I have a hard time making just... Lord, $5, $10. So I'm not going to act like I could do this by myself. So show me how I can make this $100 and pay this person to do this for me. You know, like, what can I do? Because I need you to shift my mindset right now. Because asking somebody for help when it's something that you've never done, it requires a whole mindset shift. And that's going to require you to go and get the help that you need and ask the right questions and figure out why. Because you're still going to struggle with that. And I say that because God has sent some amazing people in my life. He has sent some amazing people. And I just would always feel some type of way about their help. I just talked about this in the last ep- the last um, episode. I would feel some type of way about asking for their help or receiving their help, even when it was, I knew it was grace and it was favor. Like, I didn't have to ask, but I just couldn't accept it. Like, I felt like I had to be the one doing the work. I had to have my hands in it. I didn't want anybody else to get the credit for helping me. That's a problem. That's like, we got to get to the root of that and find out why you're like that and I do find myself in a place now where I'm like super burnt out just as a mom and just life and just everything because that was one of my things like I know I need help and I'm like I'm so badly in need of help but because I've been let down so much by the people that claim that they love me or that I love and have given my all to, or maybe even just going through years of like trying to give myself to people from a broken place, like wanting to be validated, approved, you know, and not rejected, it caused me to burn out. And so it was like, I don't want to just ask for your help. I always, I want to have something to offer you for free. Like I don't, I was at a point where I felt like I didn't deserve your money. Just let me do it for you. Just so I can be in proximity, you know, and, and, and my expectations were so high. It was like in hopes of that you would see that I do need your help. This is why I really reached out to you, but I didn't know just how to directly ask for help. So I felt like I had to offer something to get the help because from a child and growing up, those were the words that I heard or like the phrases that I received is like, go do this and do that. And I'll love you. Not directly, but, you know, that's how it was perceived. Do this and do that. I'll love you. If you do what I say, I'll love you. If you do this for me, I'll love you. So I took that into my adult life. And nobody would, you know, really tell me, like, you do this for me, you'll do that for me. But it was me giving myself in that way because that was what I knew to be able to receive anybody's help and help is an act of love like so even to receive love that was what I did I would reach out to people and just like what can I do for you 
So just so I can get in your space. And then I would hope that you would do this for me. But in all reality, that wasn't the exchange. That wasn't our conversation to receive your help. It was just, I'm offering myself as a volunteer. I'm offering myself. And what do volunteers do? They don't really get, they don't expect anything in return. They're volunteering because they want to serve and they want to um, show their love in that way, in the way of helping and serving. But me, I had this expectation like that this other person didn't know about. So it was like bitterness and resentment because I'm like, man, I done gave myself away trying to help them. And it didn't even they didn't even offer me help or, you know, I had a situation where somebody was like, yeah, I'll do this one, you know, do this for you, you know, for your help. And I never got it done. I would always have to like kind of reach out, reach out, reach out until it was just like, I'm not doing that anymore. So asking for help can be can be a thing if you're not healed in a lot of things. If you're not healed in certain places, that can be a lot too. Yes, so I'm learning that too. Like that was my issue, not asking for help. So that's something that you deal with because you you know it's it's childhood stuff. It's some it could be childhood. It could it's something that happened in your life, and that's when you have to go to God, ask God, like Lord, I have a problem asking for help. And actually receiving the help and seeing it as your favor and your grace. Knowing that I don't have to give nothing in return because you're a good guy. You know I need help, God, and I'm asking you for help. But don't, like, Lord, just help me not to sabotage the help that you send me because of what my own mental, like what I'm going through. Fix that for me. And then go back and revisit the times where... I picked up that idea of I don't need anybody's help. And if I do want somebody's help, I feel like I have to give myself away first before I can get their help. Go fix that for me so I can be whole and healed and receive your love and receive the love of people through the through the serving and the helping and the resources and the favor, because that can block your life. Like, and that can keep you in constant, you know, cycles of like these tests that you're not passing because you can't see things like that or you're not willing to receive the help. Because think about it. Let's go back and revisit the, the visual of taking tests. Who has to help you prepare for a test when you're in school or you're taking certifications? A teacher, <laughs> a teacher, professor, whoever is, you know, whoever that person is that has the information they are teaching you. They're showing you. They have to help you prepare. Unless you just on this self-help, like you're on this self-paced situation. But even in that situation, there's people available to you to help you get through it. If you reach out through the chat or email or they give you that option. Support. <laughs> and so that's what we have to do. Like you need somebody to teach you and show you and you asking for it, but don't want to receive it, Crystal. Y'all, that's me. That is me. God is working on me. I'm telling y'all, man, he is truly, truly working on me. Like, he is breaking down every single thing in my life. I mean, he's just like, okay, I'm going to fix this, and we're going to fix this, and you need to fix this. Because I knew I had this um, situation of dealing with unbelief, just feeling like I didn't deserve anybody's help without me giving 
something in return. And I got to fix that because God is not like that. Like, and this is, y'all know, this is not in every situation. I don't feel like I have to explain that because you do want to have an exchange with people too sometimes. But just, it just depends on what's, you know, what the situation is. But God is not like that. He doesn't need me to give to him. He gives me the free will to be in relationship with him and like do things with him. He don't need me to do anything for him, but his arms are always open for me to receive his help and his guidance and unbelief will sabotage all of that. And so fixing the belief, your like your state of belief, your faith, because if you have faith, you have to believe. You can't say you have faith, but you don't believe that none, nothing will come to pass or what you're praying for will come to pass or anything like that. Okay, so let me get off the help thing because there is a third thing that I want to talk about. Those are the main two things, asking the right questions and then help like receiving help after you ask for it in a sense I guess they both they're both asking but those are the two things that came to me so I just wanted to share those two and then I want to share this really quick of like examples of how you know I found myself in a test and not prepared or let's talk about answered prayers finding myself in like a situation of okay God answer my prayers and I'm not even prepared for it And one example is, so I've been living in Georgia for two years, two and a half, almost two and a half years now, almost. And so my prayer, I even think before I moved, I want to say, if I go back and look at some of my journals, um, but I believe it, you know, this ask, this prayer ramped up even more once I moved here. And I was just like, Lord, I want a five bedroom house for my children like I had it to the T now the rent part like the 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 rent part the mortgage part I was asking for a specific number and what I found was not that number but still (laughs) I was like Lord I want a five bedroom house five bedroom four bedroom house basement yard two car garage for my family I was like Lord that's what I want and, um, in a sense, it was almost like, uh, God was like, okay, here you go. You know, like, here's a, the five bedroom house you've been asked for. Like, y'all perfect. Cause within the first few months of moving here, was it the first few months or was it the next year? I'm not sure with timing. I think it was the next year. That I, yeah, that I started to really look for houses because the first year we spent kind of just exploring different cities and going places and things like that. But the second, when we got into the, like the, not second year, but yeah, pretty much we were still, we had, our first year had passed. And so I started looking for houses and I found the perfect neighborhood, new construction houses. They were for rent, but ideally five bedroom these had four bathrooms yes no three bathrooms three and a half bathrooms 
the basement, the yard, you know, there were most of what I was asking for. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is it. <laughs> you know, and I took my kids, I took my husband. I mean, I wrote in this neighborhood so many times. I'm like, Lord, you know, is this it? Like, is this it? What, you know, I've been looking for. And it was in a sense of like, even if it was it, I wasn't prepared for it. And even while I was looking, I wasn't prepared for it. But now that I think about it, it was like it wasn't everything that I was asking for either. Because God gives us the desires of our heart. And you don't want to get into something that is not for you. And so even when I think about it now, you know, I'm glad I didn't or we didn't make moves to go into this house. But it was like still in a sense, it was like God was saying to me, like showing me, Crystal, even if this was it, you weren't prepared for it. You've been asking me, but you're not preparing for it. And so some of the I's were dotted, but some of the T's weren't crossed. So even now I'm thankful because I didn't even feel settled at the time. Honestly, when I found the houses in the neighborhood, there was just a lot of things that we were both, me and my husband were both like, you know, yes, this is ideal, but you know, where it's located at and taking, you know, kids out of their school, like we, because they would have to go to a different school and things like this. And just considering a lot of things, it just wasn't a settling feeling of, yes, this is it. But still, I almost followed through with like, I found it. This is it. But it wasn't everything I was asking for. It wasn't the price that I wanted to pay every month. It wasn't the, um, I wanted four bathrooms. It wasn't that. Maybe four and a half bathrooms. It was not that. It was just some things that weren't. And so even at this time, I'm just like, Lord, I thank you. Because it wasn't even exactly what I was asking you for. So I'm glad. But still, it was like I wasn't prepared for it anyway. And I looked at so many different houses. Like so many different houses. And found many that was like, it was. they were dotting the I's. But not crossing the T's. But it was still, I wasn't prepared. But I guess in a sense, it was like, I'm getting a taste of what I'm asking for. This is somewhat of what I've been asking for. So it's closer than I think. And I should be preparing. And honestly, y'all, no, I haven't been. (laughs) Haven't been at all. And I had one more to share with y'all that I experienced um, where I just wasn't prepared for it. But, yeah, so don't find yourself trying to prepare for the test. In the test, we're talking about God's timing, you know. God knows everything about us, and he knows, like, we just got to get our minds right. So this hints to mind your your funds, because it's like financially, I'm tired of finding, like, I'm in situations where... I don't have what I need, but I know that I could have been prepared for this. So where's my authority? Where's my belief? Where's my faith? What have I truly been going to God about? Have I been going to him about it? Have I been asking the right questions? And if I am and I'm getting answers, am I implementing these answers? You know, like, am I reading my Bible enough to like, just like, 
get myself together because I'm tired of preparing for tests and the test. <laughs> Y'all give me a high five right there, okay? But that is, that's it. That's it. I'm not going to keep going because I even just talking through this got a lot of nuggets of, you know, what to expand, like go into more detail about even just talking about it now. And if, you know, Fearless Money Inc. and this podcast is meant to provide keys for wives to thrive in life and business through their faith and their finances, obviously I should, you know, be providing some keys here. (laughs) So even out of this, two keys I did share is that you have to ask the right questions and you have to be able to ask for help. Put yourself in proximity with people you need you need the help and stop acting like you don't or you don't deserve it or you can't afford it because if you're supposed to have it you're gonna go and ask the right questions in prayer and then you're gonna fix your unbelief maybe that should have been the third thing your faith and your unbelief because if you're not seeing answers there's something going on somewhere and it could be your faith your level of faith your unbelief because just looking at the situation of like Oh man, I'm in this test again and I'm not prepared. Hopelessness, fear, uh, helplessness, like all of these, this like uh, guilt, shame can take over. And God is like, forget the shame of your youth. You know, it's time for you to enlarge your, your tent, your territory. And you have to believe that that's happening in order to see things change. In order for you to pass that test, you have to have faith that you're going to pass it. You're believing because you studied, you prepared. You're believing because you had the teacher. You're believing because God's grace is on your life. You're believing that because you have the favor in your life to pass. Like, God, I had everything I needed. So I should be passing this test. <laughs> when it's presented before me so even fixing that the faith and the unbelief you know like what have I not been believing about my life I'm not even go back to that because that was supposed to be number three but what have I not been believing I've been asking but do I believe that I'm gonna get the answer and that even shows through your actions you know having faith and starting to move on what you've been praying for and it's not for you to provide the answer for yourself but you want like when that opportunity presents itself if i'm saying lord i want 10 acres of land and this house and this this that that like i'm preparing while god does what he needs to do in the background so when it does present itself and it was for me i have everything that i need to get it okay all right so thank you for listening to this podcast i appreciate you thank you for just minding your funds with me i want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast i want to encourage you to follow fearless money inc on tiktok instagram just become a part of this journey with me as i learn how to not prepare for the test in the test but be prepared when the test come and i'm praying the same for you okay so we got this we got this okay so tune in for another episode i thank you for listening and we'll talk soon